I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. What a week of Supercoach it was. Some very, very high scores. Some other people really struggling. Uh, obviously, we had a lot of outs and whatnot, uh, a lot of late scratchings. Uh, we probably had more players playing than what I thought we would, to be completely honest with you. Uh, but it was a pretty wild last week of Supercoach. Uh, my draft comp, not a heap to touch on. Uh, the bloke that I thought would win it, he won it in an absolute fucking landslide. Had the VC on Cola, uh, which got him a big win, obviously. But uh, Stevie, I mean, his team absolutely killed it. Even if you take out vice-captain and captain score, he still scored 950 this week uh, in a captain's league. So fucking unbelievable stuff. Shout-out to Tommy, who came Second in our comp, uh, very, very tough pill to swallow. I've lost a few grand finals myself, and they fucking suck. But uh, mate, the, the guy in our comp, Steve, that won, shout out to him. Uh, I think he pretty much broke the record uh, for most points scored in a week. Uh, broke my record from earlier in the year. So a huge win, Stevie's first uh, premiership as a draft player. He's been playing for about 10 or 11 years now, worked really hard at his draft team. So... As much as I hate seeing him win, to be completely honest with you, uh, definitely deserves it. So it's good to see it goes to someone that deserves it. So shout out to the Draft Boys, the Ash Graham Cup, another fantastic uh, season. And Stevie comes out on top. Very keen to see what challenges he comes up with for next season. Uh, let's have a look at all the scores from the weekend and whatnot and have a look at uh, where it was all sort of won and lost. So before updates, guys, we're still waiting on updates to come in. You guys might have them by the time you're listening. I scored 1,198. Uh, I think I had 12 players this weekend, so I was pretty happy with that. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Yeah, I had 12 players this weekend. So to score 1,109 out, I was pretty happy with that. I think I've had weeks where I've had fucking 17 and scored less than 1,198. So very, very happy with that. Seems to be a pretty good score all round. There are some astronomical numbers out there. I've seen a, oh, not a lot, but I've seen a few 1,400s. I think I saw a 50 
1,500 earlier as well. So uh, some very, very impressive scores this week. It'll be wild to see uh, what the highest score at this weekend came up with. To be fair, probably a sniper team. But even having a look in some of my leagues, which have been around since round one, uh, there are guys that have scored 1,400. So geez, if, if you nailed a sniper with DCE, Cola, Olakwatu, Nico, these sort of guys, which you could have quite easily done, obviously, Nate Cleary as well. Uh, God, there's going to be some big, big scores. Uh, very, very happy with how it turned out for me over the last few weeks, obviously trading in DCE and Cola. Um, they've just absolutely killed it for me. Cola, obviously the highest scorer this week. I think it's the highest score of the season, 188 points. So was very, very happy with that. Um, yeah, just unbelievable to, to bring him in. I was having a look the other day. Sorry, not the other day. I was having a look at earlier today. By bringing in DC and Cola, it essentially netted me about 750 points in the last two weeks. So very, very happy with that. I had the VC on DCE, who uh, that got me 306 points. Filthy, he uh, passed off to Jake Trevojevic, but I guess with the try assist and all that sort of is what it is. I had Cola as my VC all week, and fuck, I wish I did it. I reckon that could potentially cost me a top 1,000 finish. Uh, but I ended up, once I, I had mail that Nath Cleary was going to be out, he obviously turned out that he wasn't, so I got that one wrong. Uh, but I went the VC on Cherry Evans. Obviously, I'm going head-to-head with the great Timmy Williams, who I was pretty confident he was going to VC Chez as well. So I thought, you know what? I'll just square it up and save myself potentially getting fisted by a fucking miracle. Still a great result. Uh, DC and Cola, they're going to boost me right up the rankings. I don't think I'll make the top 1,000. I reckon I'm a sniff to make the top 1%. So that's uh, the top 1,600. Uh, but I don't think I'll make the top 1,000. I think I'll just miss. I'll, uh, I'll be beside myself if a Cola... VC would have got me in there because that was the difference between them was about 38 points or something along those lines. Uh, so if I would have had that as my VC, maybe it could have been different. But not complaining, 1,198. Teddy did a job for me, 83. Campbell Graham, 54. Cody Walker was my second lowest scorer of the week, 45. I will take that because Cody was far from impressive. Nathan Cleary, Jesus Christ, 149. I've got no idea how he got that high. I think he finished the game at like 110, 105 or something. Uh, went up 30 or 40 points. So insane. I really didn't see that coming. Maybe I didn't watch him close enough, but I did not see that coming. Greg Marcius scored a try to get to 76. Been very happy with him this year. Uh, the guy that I traded in this week was AJ Brimson. He scored 78 points, was playing center, which wasn't ideal, but still scored well. We had the decision, you know, in the afternoon to do we change Brimson to someone else. And I just thought, you know what, I'm going to back in the pedigree of AJ. Scored a good try later on another one. Uh, you guys will have the updated scores when you're listening to this, but I reckon Brimson is. I reckon he gets close to 90. I thought he did a few things that went unnoticed on the scores board for Supercoach. So hopefully Brimo goes up a little bit. Tino, 76. Fafita, 63. Exactly what I needed both of them to do. Fafita was perfect. He went 63. A lot of people captained him um, or vice-captained him but I think a lot did captain him. Um, but in saying that, I think depending on who you VC'd, you probably VC'd Nath Cleary uh, into Fafita, and most of you would have had the update by then, I'm pretty sure. So hopefully a few people got uh, fucked over by Fafita, but I'm sure a lot of you would have got uh, the Nathan Cleary VC, which hurt because I, I thought when I took DCE, who got about 160, I think he downgraded to about 150. So it was like there was like a 50-point gap between DCE and Cleary. So I thought, how good's that? Big advantage to us that played DCE. 
WWE and VC'd him. Uh, but then Nathan, you know, I think I think there ended up being five points between them or three points between them or something. So not ideal, but still happy with the result. Uh, Britton Nicaro, 45. Joe Tapane, 35. So pretty disappointing from those two to finish the round. Uh, the other big stinger for me was Nico Hines, who, um, you know, was sitting on about 25 points with 30 minutes to go. And I was sitting there going, how good's this? My two halfbacks have both gone 150. Nico's going to go sub 50 here. This is fantastic. And then, of course, Seb Chris gets sent, sent off and Nico just explodes 121. And knowing updates with this guy, uh, that could go up heaps. Uh, the Sharkies... I, I didn't have any of them in my team outside of Britain Nicola. Uh, so guys like Hines, Ramian, Mulatalo, all these guys doing well in the last game of the week, that's going to hurt me a little bit. I was really hoping that the Canberra Raiders could keep them quiet, which they did for a lot of it until Seb Chris got sent from the field and then they just ran riot. So I think that is going to hurt me in the rankings a little bit. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Not ideal. But I had so much go my way over the last two weeks. It has been fantastic. We've beaten Timmy Williams. Uh, I only know Narrowly beat him this weekend on points, uh, but I already had a 300-point start, I think. So very good to get the win off Timmy going back-to-back there, Beers and Breakevens champion. Uh, So we'll be looking for a third in a row next season. We'll have an episode on Wednesday dropping, guys. It's going to be very, very entertaining. Uh, Riser from Supercoach365 joining us. We're going to have some roastings over the next three weeks. That'll be a really good giggle. But yeah, look, Supercoach-wise, huge weekend. Um, We'll just sort of go through game by game and talk about results and sort of stand out to us. Obviously, for the Broncos-Melbourne game, look, a lot of guys here that, um, you know, n- not many of them were insides realistically, so a game that didn't matter all that much. Uh, Pierre Curo, who was obviously on the bench for a lot of guys, he scored a 50, so you're stoked if you had him. Uh, the other one that a lot of people had uh, sitting on their bench that they weren't using was, of course, Jack Howarth, who got 44. So once again, I think you'll take that every day of the week. Uh, the other one, Suafar Longo, one of our boys. If you had him and you've had him sitting on, on your bench as an AE over the last few weeks, 83. Wow, how fucking good you will wear that every day of the week. The other one there was Ryan Pappenhausen. If you traded him in, 78, not bad, uh, but not fantastic. You probably would have been hoping for more if you dropped 900k on his head. Uh, the Manly Seagulls and the West Tigers. I, In hindsight, I don't know why I didn't look at Olakowatu a little bit closer, but Kohler, 188, Olakowatu, 177, and DCE, 153. Jason Saab also chimed in with 113. What about Toa Sipley? 73 again. What a finish to the season. And he had very, very impressive. Um, outside of that, no one else really too notable. Ben Trevojevic, a lot of people had only scored 40 in this game. But once again, uh, if you had him on your extended bench or whatever, you'll, you'll probably take that, I think. Uh, for the West Tigers, obviously, Johnny Bateman was out of this game. No one else really of note there. I don't think there's anyone else that would have been owned by too many teams, realistically. So nothing overly relevant there. And I mean, outside of Appy, uh, what was it? Only Appy. Twal and Simpkins scored over 50. So pretty disappointing game there for the Tigers. Uh, the Roosters game, obviously, James... Oh, Power got top score with 103. He wouldn't have been relevant for anyone. James Tedesco, people that brought him like I did, 83. You would have happily taken that. Suwali'i, 66. Not bad. You can wear that. Billy Smith, a 58. You'd have to be reasonably happy with that if you were a Billy Smith owner throughout the year. Had a pretty big finish to the season. A, a bit of a mixed bag, but if you picked him the right weeks to play him, you would have done... 
pretty well for yourself there. Outside of that, Nat Butcher. A few people traded Nat Butcher over the last few weeks. 40 here, pretty disappointing. Outside of that, not too much to touch on. For the Rabbitohs, Cam Murray, if you have him, fantastic. 92 super coach points. Damian Cook, 88. Very good as well. You'd be happy with that. Campbell Graham, 54. Not great. Wanted more from him. Cody Walker, Colin Montungi, 45s all round. Not great. And Alex Johnson, if you had him, uh, 24 super coach points, which would have been pretty disappointing as well. Uh, for the Dolphins, they obviously beat the Warriors 34 points to 10. I thought this was a really interesting super coach game. The Dolphins had only one guy uh, that scored under 48 points. Connolly Lemuelu, he was their second lowest scorer on 48. Harrison Graham got injured for a 13. But everyone else in the Dolphins side, above 48 points, which is very, very rare. If you look at the Warriors, for example, um, they only had four guys that scored above 48. So for you know 16 Dolphins to score above 48, that is very, very impressive. Notable guys here, Lemuelu. He's the second lowest scorer in the Dolphins team and scored 48. You'll wear that for your CTWs realistically. Tafare came in, 55. You'd be stoked with that considering he was a late addition. Uh, Hamiso, 62. Don't think too many people still own Hamiso. But the one that got away, I know he got away from me. I don't know about the rest of you, but Jermaine Asako, 96. Um, fuck, he's been a good get by all of you that have held him all year. He's done tremendously well. Uh, the other one that I doubt many of you would have had, but if you're still, for whatever reason, had Isaiah Katoa, Geez, you got out of jail here with an 83. You will take that. For the Waz, uh, no one really notable here. Obviously, all their guys uh, were rested, all the guys that are worth talking about. So, really wasn't anything to touch on in this game as far as Supercoach went. Uh, I don't think you guys would have had anyone in this side, realistically. Uh, the Panthers game, heaps of rumors around about guys getting rested. Didn't end up really happening. Scotty Sorensen had a spell, but that was about it. Nath Cleary went huge, 149. Stephen Crichton, 124. Taruva, my God, if you've held Taruva all year, fuck, he provided for you at the right time, 101. And Brian Toto uh, scored well as well with a 100-point score. Uh, Dylan Edwards, 75. You went him as a pod play. Ugh, sort of what you're expecting. Isaiah Yo, I thought he'd get rested at points throughout this game. Still scored 70, which is very good. Outside of that, no one to really touch on. If you went Tyron Peach, he's a pod, 43. Not a train wreck, but not ideal. And fuck, I'll tell you what, if you brought in Isaac Tungo all those weeks ago, for him to then miss all that footy, come back, and in a 44-12 to 12 victory, score 43 points, uh, that fucking sucks, and I feel for you. For the Cowboys... Uh, guys, talk about who Ruben Cotter, 55. You'll take that. If you're a Cotter owner, the one that really hurt, though, is Scotty Drinkwater, 29. Uh, this was always a punt. Hopefully, you got him last week. It means that over the two weeks, you got about 160 points. So uh, you'll probably just take that, an 80-point average across the two weeks. Uh, but obviously, Cola would have been the better play there. So very, very happy we jumped on that. Uh, Jake Granville, who a lot of you have had throughout the year, hopefully you managed to get him out of your side. If you didn't, though, uh, you will take this one, realistically. Uh, that could have... I'm oh, so sorry. Hopefully you managed to get him out of your side because this sucked this week. Seven points there. So very, very disappointing. If you were someone uh, that held my little mate from the Panthers all year, Sonny Luke, uh, you were very, very happy to see him not feature in this game. Um, actually, no, you wouldn't have been. You would have been happy just to take whatever fucking score. Uh, surely all of you had um, 17 players or whatnot. Uh, let's have a look at the next game after we just fucking got ourselves in a pretzel. Uh, the Newcastle Knights, 32 over the Dragons, 12. Uh, Dom Young top scored here, 104. Would have been a nice little pod play. Tyson Gamble killed it again, 76. Very impressive. Greg Marshew, highly owned by a lot of people, 76 points. You will take that. Adam Elliott finished with a bang once again, 66. 
Outside of that, no one else. Bradman Best, if you had him as a pod, disappointing 42. Lockie Miller, if you held him all year, I don't know why, but a very disappointing 36. I'd score his, I thought he'd score much better than this, especially considering it was a 32-12 to 12 victory. Uh, for the St. George Illawarra Dragons, top scorer there, believe it or not, Sloan, 76. Benny Hunt, 62. Uh, no one else of note, realistically. Billy Burns and nah, D- Dan Russell was the one that would have been owned by a few people. 49 points there. If you did what Timmy said, said a few weeks ago and brought Dan Russell in, he's essentially got your 50 every week and been very, very solid. Uh, Jack DeBellin, probably the most disappointing there. If you held him throughout the entire, entire final series, I felt very confident in saying he would score 60 or 70 points. Only a 38. So very, very disappointing for Jack DeBellin owners there. The only other one worth touching on, probably Ben murdoch Masilla. I know a lot, of, a lot of you had him. 25 points. I mean, this is sort of what you come to expect with BMM, I guess, if you've held him all this time. You couldn't really expect much more than that, I don't think. Uh, Sunday afternoon, footy. The Titans, 34 points to 30 over the fast-finishing Canterbury Bulldogs. Kieran Foran, top-scoring, 124. Wild there. Cruz Leeming, 79. Some strange ones to have at the top there. If you traded in AJ Brimson like I did, as I said, 78 points at the moment. I think he will go up, though. Uh, Tino and Dave Fafita, 76 and 63. For, uh, Tino owners, very happy with that. Essentially a points-per-minute sort of performance. He'll probably go up knowing him. And for feeder... 63, not bad if you didn't captain him. If you VC'd or captain him, you probably wouldn't be stoked with it, though. Uh, outside of that, no one else. Obviously, Carm Pierre, if you had him, 40, but I don't think many of you would have him anymore. Mofoda Waker, a pretty disappointing uh, finish to the season. I thought he would have scored better on the run home. Uh, for the Doggies, I don't think any of you would have owned these guys. Uh, maybe Reed Marnie you would have owned, potentially. Uh, 23, a pretty disappointing finish to the season there. I never really understood the Reed Marnie trade-in, to be honest with you. It was never for me. Glad I avoided it. Um, the only other one is Matt Burton and Josh Adokar. If you maybe went them as pods, uh, Burton currently sitting on 62 pre-updates. Josh Adokar, 102. Uh, last game was the Sharkies. 24 points to six over the Canberra Raiders. Obviously, Nico Hines, star of the show here, 121 pre-updates. Jesse Raymond killed it, broke tackles left, right, and center, 84. I'd probably tip that he goes up. Uh, Mulatalo, geez, a lot of people jumped off him mid-season. He's had a pretty good finish to the year, 73 points. You'd be very, very happy with that. Cam McInnes, 52. I think a lot of people got lured in after he broke the record for tackles. Uh, I considered it. Glad I didn't do it, though. Uh, Sione Katoa, 48. Uh, yeah, take it with a try, whatever. Britton Nicker, pretty disappointing, but didn't play huge minutes there. 45. Outside of that, no one else to really touch on. Uh, oh, Sifa Talakai, if you've still got Talakai, 32. Pretty disappointing. Uh, I guess with Nico Hines, if you're a non-owner, the one thing you've got to be happy about is that he didn't fucking goal kick, uh, or that could that 121 could have turned into 135-odd. It still could with updates. We'll see. But the one positive there, I guess, if you're a non-owner like me. For the raids, um, no one here would have been overly highly owned, I don't think. Uh, the only one is probably Joe Tapanay, who, fuck, I expected big things from this week. Very disappointing, a 35, but I think. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
just about everyone owns him realistically, so you can probably wear that one. Uh, but yeah, with Josh Papali'i out uh, and with uh, Corey Horsbrow out, I thought that Joe Tapanay would score 35 in the first half. I'm just having a look. Did he come back on? I'm pretty sure I saw him in the second half. I just think it's a low score. Maybe he will go up. We'll see what happens. But uh, maybe they just went when that game was done and dusted. They thought, fuck it. Let's save him for next week when it matters. So that happens in Supercoach sometimes. Yeah, and he played 33 minutes, Joe Tapanay. Yeah, he came on for the last eight minutes or so. So I would say they're just holding on to him for next week, which does make sense. Thankfully, it wasn't a pod or anything like that. But uh, yeah, guys, that does it for round 27 of Supercoach. Hoping that I go up in the rankings. We'll talk about all that on beers and break-evens this week, but I'm sitting at 1,198. Hopefully cracking into the top 1,000. Doubt I will, though, to be honest with you. But hopefully we can get into that top 1%, which is the top 1,600. That'll be a nice little finish to this season which has been a bit of a weird one. So hard to make ground this year. It's been a little bit frustrating. But over the last two weeks, honestly, I don't think I could have done anything more than what I have, bringing in DCE, bringing in Cola, and then brought in AJ Brimson for an 80-odd score. So not much more I could have done. Fingers crossed it does get me up there. And we'll, uh, we'll see once lockout is done and dusted where we're sitting. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.